0: This podcast is going to focus on the times in which we live, the coronavirus uh, spreading worldwide and the cancellation of sports and big group and event gatherings, schools, elementary college, all schools. Some uh, employers are requesting that uh, employees stay home and work from home the life adjustment of not knowing what the future is going to hold. This is for you. And I want to let you know that I I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of California. And if you uh, lived lived near or around Placentia, California, I want to let you know my services are available to you. And we're trying to be creative and making sure we're able to uh, help people. Regardless, uh, if you are in person or um, telehealth client. So, just want to let you know you can reach me at uh, jeff at renovari counseling.com. You can also reach me by cell. Got myself 626 261 3299. I'm here for you. I want to help. I mean, that's why I started this podcast. That's why I do what I do. I'm, I'm just a man who wants to help, who he wants to help the world to heal and overcome adversity, so that they're living in the best version of themselves possible. I love people. I care about people. My story, yeah. If you've heard my story, I didn't. It, that wasn't always the case, but I'm here to help. And so I hope that this podcast. Uh, Helps to reduce the fear, if you have any, reduce anxiety, if you have any, and to kind of reframe how we're processing this whole situation. I believe in you. I believe this is a great opportunity for us to connect, to be relational, and to re-engage with the family and the loved ones that are right next to us we're not required to social distance from them. No, no, no. We can be social with them. So let's do it. Let's let's let this mandatory slowdown of life re-engage us with those we loved. Not loved, love. (laughs) Enjoy the podcast, guys. I love you. Everybody, it's Jeff Ortiz, the love big, love wide guy. And wow, what a what a week we started off having, huh? A lot of you are at home with their kids due to the cancellation of classes. It's uh, an interesting time. A lot of uncertainty. lot of questions, there's a lot of fear. I went to the grocery store and (laughs) there was a lot of empty shelves. So what do we do at a time like this? To be honest, we weren't really prepared for this to happen. We heard about the outbreak in, in other countries far away from us. But now we are dealing with the uh, coronavirus here at home. And how do we manage that? I know a lot of people can become overwhelmed during this time. Circumstances and situations have changed. Kids are at home. You're at home. We've gotten in, we, uh, used to the terminology of social distancing. I would like to reframe that. It's physical distancing because we can still be social. We can still pick up the phone and call a friend or a loved one. We can do FaceTime. We can be social with those who are in our house. Right now it's uh, reduced, well, I think to 10, groups of 10 or, or less. So we could still be social with the people in our communities, our neighbors, but it's, let, let's reframe it, it's physical distancing. Keeping a physical distance away from each other, not social. We could still be social. And why that's important is because we are made to be social. We are not made to isolate. When we isolate, that's when a lot of things come up and we become lonely. And that's when the onset of depression can occur. So, really early in this podcast, I want to make sure that you begin to reframe it's not social distancing. It's physical distancing and taking precautions, so we're not spreading an illness uh, to others i I total respect what's what's going on it, It's happened so fast, and you know I want to be mindful. I want to be mindful of those who are um, you know trying to prevent from catching this illness. I get it. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it, and I don't want anybody I know to get it, and I definitely don't want people who are elderly to get it. And so I'm going to do my part, and I'm going to do what I can. But uh, fear. Let's let's talk about fear and uncertainty, the the fear of the unknown. You know, when it, this started, it it you know, it was happening in another country, and I thought, oh, okay, it's you know somewhere else. It's not here. We don't have to worry about it here. And before you know it, it's here. And it's, um, it's changing our lives and it's uh, having an impact on us. And some people can act in fear and be overwhelmed uh, of not knowing what's gonna happen. Now, if you're my age and maybe a little younger, I want you to think back to 9-11-2001 when our country was attacked and we had no idea that was going to happen. We had no idea. You probably can remember exactly where you were when you heard the news that the planes hit the two towers of the World Trade Center. You know exactly where you were. You know who you're with. And the. I want you to remember the days afterwards, the weeks afterward. Remember that uncertainty that you had? The fear, fear of not knowing what was going to happen? Think back to that time. You're here now, you figured it out, you're resilient. It wasn't always easy, but your resiliency, your ability to overcome adversity, got you here today. I don't always know why we go through what we go through. And at times there's a lot more questions than answers and it's when we're in those, those times of questioning that we need to slow down. Slow down and be present. Because if we worry about the future, we tend to become anxious. And if we're like worrying about the past and what we could have done and we should have done, we have a tendency to get depressed especially in isolation. So let's just slow down. Let's be mindful of the situation that's going on today. Let's not worry about how long this is gonna last because we, we don't know that part. We don't know how long this is going to last. We hear numbers, we hear durations of time, but we truly do not know how long this is gonna last. But we can remain present, and by doing so, that allows us to connect with our families. That con- allows us to connect with the people that are close to us. And like I said, whether it's physical um, closeness, because we're we're with the people in our houses in which we're living, or whether we're being social on the telephone, whether we're being social on FaceTime. We can still be social. We can still text message. We can still connect with people through social media. We can still be social. It is not social distancing, it's physical distancing. You see, it's maintaining our ability to be social. That's gonna help us get through this because we're all in it together. There's not one person right now that isn't impacted by this. And it's through that connection that helps us endure and overcome this adversity. Now, you may get overwhelmed with having to be around your kids all the time, finances, may change, and that's going to cause for some anxious moments. We may not have all the food that we're accustomed to having, but I tell you what we do have right now is time. It's like the world slowed down, and I don't think it's a bad thing especially in our society when everything's so sped up and right at your fingertips and have it now this is an opportunity for us to slow down and connect with the people around us we didn't ask for this to happen you know I'm a, I'm a man of faith I'm a believer God's still in control. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, he's allowing this to happen so that we will focus on what's important. The people closest to us, our families, our friends. So that way, maybe we will be grateful for what we do have. I mean, going to the grocery store and not being able to have several different options of cereal to buy. I don't eat cereal. My son does. But not being able to have options felt weird. There were only two bags of cereal left. So I only had one option. I tell you what, made me grateful. Made me grateful for those times when I had an abundance of options. But I constantly reframe how I look at this situation. I am thankful that I'm healthy, that I'm not sick. I'm thankful my family is close to me. I'm thankful that I have a phone that I can use to call my friends and family. I'm thankful for the opportunity to help people as a marriage and family therapist during this time of uncertainty, when their anxiety increases and they become overwhelmed. You know, one of the things that I like to do uh, when I have my when my mind is full of thoughts and I'm focusing on the future, and I have maybe the fear of the unknown going. I I journal. I journal what's coming up for me, like what's going on, what am I experiencing, what am I afraid of. What am I angry for? And I let those thoughts out. I used to suppress them. I used to keep them inside and just press them down. Don't share it. Don't share it with a book. Don't share it with my spouse. Don't share it with a friend. I would just keep it in. And on top of journaling, I, I go work out, I exercise. I think it's very important to exercise and sweat it out just get that energy out that built up energy and as as we are um, encouraged to physically distance right we're not going to have the opportunity to go places and so we have to get that energy out so if we're at home do at home workout there's plenty of online workouts out there do it to the best of your ability just modify if you need to modify protect yourself but get the energy out get a sweat going get the energy out go outside open the open the windows open the blinds if you're in a in a place where you can can do that let the sun shine in You don't need to isolate. You need to physically distance, but you don't need to isolate. Let the light in. Go outside, get some fresh air, open the window. Listen to nature. Nature has not stopped. The birds are still chirping. They're still singing to one another. Animals are still out there. Birds are flying. Squirrels are... Still looking, hunting, right? Nature has not stopped, it's still outside. Go outside, listen to it. Talk to people. Talk to people, connect with people. It's very important that we stay connected that we feel heard, that we are expressing what's going on inside, whether we're overwhelmed because the kids are just nonstop energy, whether we're overwhelmed because we don't know how we're gonna pay our bills next month, whether we're overwhelmed because We have to go to work and the kids are home and then we have to hire a babysitter to to watch the kids and care for the kids. Be present. That same resiliency that you've used time and time again, call on it, but use the support that's around you. You do not have to go at this alone. Watch the... Watch listen to this podcast. Watch my videos. Jeff underscore Ortiz underscore L B L W on Instagram. Soon coming TikTok. <laughs> I'm gonna give you information. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to bring a smile to your face. That's my purpose. To encourage you, to inspire you. To remind you that you have done this before. That you are able to overcome adversity. And though it is a difficult challenge right now. And it is... It sucks. It sucks. But no that you can overcome it. But it's a daily process. If you don't actively pursue being positive in an adverse situation, that adversity is going to overcome you. You have to actively pursue being positive. What is that? Taking care of yourself, like I said. Journal workout, get outside, talk to people. There is a lot of content out there on the internet. Listen to somebody who's going to encourage you, that's going to inspire you, that's going to motivate you. Read books. Start reading books. Life slowed down so you can you have this opportunity to reset. To focus on what's important. This is an opportunity for you to engage with those you, you love most. Uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity. It, it's, it, in my opinion, it's exciting because we have to slow down. Not, not that we want to, but we have to. Now we're spending more time with our family than we, we, we have ever spent with them. Do puzzles. My wife and I did a puzzle yesterday. It took forever. We didn't watch TV, we listened to music. We put a puzzle together. We talked. It was nice. I got to slow down. I didn't have to worry about this and worry about that. I got to enjoy my wife. How we look at the situation is imperative. If we look at it as a negative situation, as as it's only a bad experience, that is how we're going to think about it. but any chance I get to reframe or repurpose a negative or adverse situation, I do it. Starting with the phrase social distancing. It is not. It's physical distancing. Please, please, please keep telling yourself that. You can still be social. Social. You're just going to have to do it from a distance. You can be social. The world has not stopped. If you go to the grocery store, there's still some food there. The options have changed. There's not as much, but there's still food there. The stores will restock. They'd anticipate the high demand. So now they're actively working on it. They will restock. You'll be able to go. You may have more options than one, <laughs> than I had. But you're going to be okay. Circumstances may not get better. But you're going to be okay because you're being present. You're not overcome by fear because you're worried about the future. You're being mindful. You're being social with your family. There's no social distancing at home. Now, there's a social increase at home. We get to play games. We get to do puzzles. Stay away from the electronics. Be more relational. Tell your family how much you love them. Share the love that you have for them. This is an opportunity to, to get reconnected with our families. This is a great opportunity. Are you going to take it? Are you going to make the most of it? Are you going to live in faith and knowing that it's going to be okay? God's still in control. He's not surprised by anything that happened. He's not surprised. He's not surprised at all. And he's not gonna be surprised if more comes. He's not going to be surprised. He just have faith. Faith that God will allow us to remain present. He'll re- allow us to remain re- relational. And that we won't allow fear to overwhelm us. I always talk about saying affirmations and uh, it's no, I mean, affirmations are everything. And no better time than now to remind yourself of who you are. And more importantly, who God says you are and how He sees you. So I have my affirmations on on my office board. I am loved, I am capable, I am enough, I am determined, and I am worthy. You see, you're going to believe what you tell yourself about you. You're going to believe what you tell yourself. And so if, if you're negative and you're Looking at your external circumstances as being problematic and, you know, you're allowing them to get the best of you. They're going to. But being positive is an inside job. And how you reframe, how how you look at life, and how you overcome adversity will be the deciding factor of how you look at life. So, In closing, be relational. Be social with the community of people that are around you. Do not stop being social. You can physically distance yourself as the CDC recommends, but do not stop being social. Call somebody, FaceTime somebody, talk to somebody, play games. Be actively present with the people around you. Don't be on your phone. Be on your phone when you're by yourself, then start looking at your phone. But if you have people around you, be as social as possible with them. Be present. Take time to get what you need. Meditation, prayer, go outside, journal, workout, talk to people. Love you guys. I hope this podcast um, speaks to you and it helps you. I'm in it with you. We're all in it together. There's not one person who is not in this thing. And like I said, uh, you can follow me at Jeff underscore Ortiz underscore LBLW. I'm going to continue to put material up there going to put videos up there. I'm going to be an encouragement and inspiration as best as I can. God bless you.